Okay, good morning everybody. I'm not sure which of these clocks is correct. So yeah. now, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Yivam's daf Kuf Ches. We are holding on daf Kuf Zayinim Beis. We fell just short of the Mishnah at the two dots a few lines before the Mishnah. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. We thank him very much for the sponsorship. So the Mishnah on the bottom of Kuf Zayinim Beis is going to talk about when Miyun is not needed. We've been talking about Miyun in this parak. So when do, do you not need to do Miyun? Either because the Kiddushin to Rabbanan never took a Effect because uh, something was wrong with it, or because uh, the uh, she did something else that's akin to a miyun, and therefore it's not necessary to do a miyun. Then the Gemara is going to talk about what exactly is the nusach of a shtar miyun, that if we write for her that uh, that she did a miyun, what exactly does it say? Is it a lengthy document? Is it a very short document? Then the Gemara is going to talk about what if she accepts kiddushin from somebody else? Does that qualify as a miyun? Or if she accepts nisuin from somebody else? Are we mechali between Kiddushin and Yisuin is that very issue subject to a uh, to a machlokas? And then the Gemara is going to discuss the, uh, the the line in the Mishnah, which we didn't see yet, but the Mishnah says that it gives a klal that there's a difference between an Akava Shehimina Ish and an Akava Shehimina Isha, that he's the one that's Ma'akev or she's the one that's Ma'akev, and that makes all the difference whether she's considered to be his wife or not. So the Gemara is going to have two definitions of what that means, Akava Shehimina then the Mishnah on the bottom of Amr Aleph is going to discuss whether once she does Miyun, so is it like they got divorced and therefore they're, other to, they're usher to each other's relatives, or do we assume that no, they were never married at, at all, and even while uh, while they are while while, while there is Kiddush Ketana, so do we consider it as if they're uh, married Bechlal? So the Gemara is going to discuss the concept, I'm sorry, the Mishnah is going to discuss and the Gemara is going to follow up on the concept of whether miyun is mevata leget, meaning what if the first husband divorced her, then she went uh, to another husband, and then, and the other husband did miyun on, and she did miyun on the other husband. Can she go back to the first husband, or do we say no? That being machzer grushaso liacher shenises liacher, or do we assume no? The last thing she did was miyun, and therefore it's not nises liacher. And the same is true by him. By him, let's say the guy himself uh, divorced her, gave her get and then he, he remarried her she never married someone else he remarried her then she did miyun so is she considered his grusha or is she considered someone that had that they had miyun with what if the order was reversed they, he did miyun first and then he married her back and then he divorced her so she considered his grusha or a miyun so that's what Ahmed Bey's is going to be about so let's begin again we left off a little bit short of the Mishnah the two dots Beishamay Omrim Timain so Beishamay says you can't make Benos Yisrael Hefker if she's a little girl she cannot have Kiddush with one guy, then the next guy, then the next guy, then the next guy. No. Yeah, 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 the Benosi saw cannot be Hefker. Rather, what she should do is if she's Mima Enes, then she waits until Shatandil, until she becomes a Bas Mitzvah, and then Tima'in. Then she could do Miyun again, and she gets remarried. So says Marva Miyana do Miyun again. She already did Miyun one time when she was a Katana. So Amr at Shatandil Vitomer Rotsa Aniba Miyun Marishonim. No, what has to happen is not that she does Miyun again, but that when she becomes comes a bas mitzvah, she has to say that I, I approve of the meal that I did previously. I still stand 
by the miyun that I've done previously. It's a declaration. It's no longer a miyun. So that, that, that's one explanation. That's Shmuel's explanation. Ula Amar, a second possibility of what Beisham is trying to tell us. Tarti Katani. There are two possibilities. Osha Tema'in V'tagdavotiyares. Either she could do miyun and then wait until she gets older and then do Eresin with, with somebody else. But uh, she cannot accept another Eresin while she is a Katana. So if she wants Eresin, she has to wait until she becomes older. Oh, or if she doesn't want to wait till she becomes older and she wants to move on to another marriage right away, she just has to make sure it's a full marriage. That she, that she should do miyun and then have nisuin right away because the whole reason Beishamai doesn't want her to have a second erisin is so that she won't do miyun a second time and uh, then she's just going to be half her bouncing from one husband to the next husband to the next husband. But Beishamai holds that after nisuin you can't do miyun. So as long as you make sure that the second husband when it's in the suin and it's not just an erisin that will preclude the possibility of miyun. So says more bishlam ula. I understand how ula's explanation fits into the wording of the Mishnah. That's why it says meaning either or. Either she has to wait chetagdil or she has to tinase make sure that she has nisuin. But according to Shmuel, according to Shmuel, the point is that she. Has has to, when she gets older, she has to tomar, she has to just declare that that which she had previously been mima'enes is, uh, is binding and is true. So kasha, so that's taka difficult, the lashon doesn't fit nearly as well according to Shmuel as it does according to Ula. Okay, so we move on to the next Mishnah, again on the bottom of Kuvzayin and Beis. When does a katana need miyun in order to be matir her to marry someone else? That's if her mother or brother is sold her, uh, married her off but Ledaita, she was interested in doing so. So the Kalapachos, they let her know that she's uh, getting married. So he uh, but if they didn't tell her at all that she has a husband, even though they, they made her a chuppah and they put her in nice clothing and uh, they got her a wedding dress, she does not need to do miyun because if it wasn't Ledaita, then there's no marriage to begin with, not even Midurabanan, and therefore it's unnecessary to do miyun. Rabbi Chinirman, taking the summer, called Tinokashen, you call Lishmar Kidusheha. Any Tinokas that's so young that she doesn't even know how to protect her Kiddushin, if someone gives her a star Kiddushin, she doesn't even know how to guard it. So uh, the uh, Rishonim understand, the Raman fourth Parak of Ishos understands, that means until the age of six, she's not going to need Miyun, because that's, uh, she's allowed to get remarried without a Miyun, because there's no Kiddushin, even Midra Banan, it's not a Kiddushin. Rabbi Lezer Omer, Ein Maisa Katana Klum, Elokimafuta, that when a Katana is given over for this Kiddushin Midra Banan, they're not really married. It's more like he has uh, this, uh, this ongoing uh, relationship with her, which is purely physical. She's like a mafuta, and therefore, but, but there's no dinim of ishus. There's no dinim of, of a married couple. And therefore, Bas Yisrael Kohen, if she's a Bas Yisrael and the guy is a Kohen, he's, she's not allowed to eat truma because she's not really married to the Kohen. Or Bas Kohen Yisrael, if she's a Bas Kohen and the guy is Yisrael, she may still eat her father's truma because even though we require her to do miyun, that's the uh, that, that's that's the only point that they're considered married for. In that, she has to do miyun. But as far as all the normal dinim of being married, none of those dinim would apply. Rabbi Lezben Yaakov Omer, kol akava shimena ish. If the husband 
is uh, the one that's creating the akava, then it's ki'iluhi ishto. Then it's as if uh, she's his wife. So uh, and and therefore she's going to be uh, she's going to be ushered to marry his relatives in the future. But kol akava she'enam in ish. If the marriage ends not because of the husband but because of her, then ki'iluhi ishto. Then it's not like she's his wife and she's going to be allowed to marry his relatives. So as I said, the gemara is going to give two explanations of what that line means. It's not meant to be muvan me'eliv. We're not supposed to understand exactly what that means right now. We're going to have two possibilities in the Gemara, what that last line means. So I'm Ravid the Vamila Masisatana. Ravid the Son, and some say it's a Brisa. That Parishono Yikosvin get Miyun. Initially, when they would write a get Miyun, that everyone should know that the Miyun was done properly, they would say a whole long Nusach, Lorayana Bey, Lotzaviana Bey, Vilesana Bailis Nasvale, the Chazud, that I'm not interested in staying with him. I don't want him. I am not. I don't want to be married to him. But even the Chazal the Navish Dibura, once they saw that such an Arichus Sa'amri, so Chazal realized that we have to be Choshesh, that is Sofer Ama'aretz. So let's say you have someone who's a Sofer as an Ama'aretz who doesn't know the proper Nusach of a get, Begita, he's going to come to uh, to mix this up for a regular get, and Nusach of a get Miyun, and he's not going to realize that there's a big difference between a get Miyun and a real get, and they're going to use this to, to be Matir, real dinam, real marriage Midaraisa, with a Nusach Miyun, which is only meant to be matir and that's how Rashi and Tosas understand that that's the major concern that they'll confuse it for the Nusach of a get the Ritva explains that the Chashash is that they're going to think that the Miyun is a get and they're going to come to say that the Kiddushin is not Tovsin on, uh, for her with, uh, with, with the husband's brothers or, or him with her sister because uh, after all they, they, they were once married and they had a get and therefore all their relatives are also to each other whereas by Miyun they're actually Muteras to each other and that's going to that's going to make a huge problem because if they actually do a Maisa Kiddushin we're going to say, nah, in Choshin Kiddushin it's a rail, so there's no Kiddushin Bechlal, but you do have to be Choshish Kiddushin so she's really going to be the, the, with that Kiddushin, it's going to generate a situation of Eishas Ish without her realizing that she's an Eishas Ish, that would be a terribly tragic situation, the Me'iri understands that the Chashash is that they'll, uh, that they'll, they'll, they'll come to, to think that, that the opposite, that since uh, once when a woman gets a Miyun it's, it's now that she's Mutter Bikrovav and who, he is Mutter Bikrovav Seha because the Miyunan does the marriage entirely. People are going to think that after a get, the same is also true. That after a guy gives a woman a get, that they're each Mutter and each other's relatives. See, either way, something terrible is going to come out if we confuse a Shtar Miyun with a get. So therefore, we don't want to confuse a Shtar Miyun with a get. So Takinu Hachi. So they had to, uh, that, 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 to be Mekatser, the Shtar Miyun, in order to make it not look anything like a get. And, and it says only the following that on this day this woman was on this man in, in front of us what is the nusach of a mean that the katana actually says that, that I'm not interested in this man and being married to this man and I'm not interested in the kiddushin that my mother and my brother had set up for me yes Rabbi Yudah says, you know what? In, in addition to actually formulating and verbalizing a miyun, um, the, uh, just in front of uh, Beisden, even if she's in Yosheves Parion, she's sitting in a kala's chair, that nice big chair that they put a kala in, and they're bringing her from her father's house to the base baila to the husband's house. So they're making a whole chuppah for Amra, but she says at that time, 
I'm not interested in being married to this man. So uh, she's sitting there getting married as she's saying this. So one might have thought that uh, she doesn't really mean it. If she really meant it, that she wouldn't be going through with this al chuppah. Still, we still consider that to be a valid miyun. Yes, even went a step further. Even if there are guests sitting in her husband's house, and she's serving them, and as she's serving them, uh, acting like the woman of the house, she says, that also is a good miyun, that even though it wasn't in front of a basin, there's not even any Adam there, the Orchim are considered Adam because they, uh, they're they not going to let the husband know that she was Mima Enes. Nevertheless, the miyun is Chal. Yes, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudah, then Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi goes even a step further. Even if the husband sends her to the store to go pick up something for him, so she's doing the chores of the household. And she says, she says to the Chenveni, I don't want to be married to this man. So it's only in front of one person. And there's room to argue that she's just frustrated that she has to be running these errands because it's annoying to run these errands and she doesn't really mean it. That is still considered to be a valid miyun, the most valid miyun. So the, uh, the, 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 the achronim explained that even though we set up three different cases, she's Yosheves Bipario and she's serving food, she's uh, going by the, the Chenveni, so it might sound like a machlokas, but the Achron and the Chazanish and uh, the Amshel Shlomo explain it's not a machlokas. They're each just building up that even a bigger Chiddush. But they all really agree with each other. They just each uh, came up with different circumstances where the Chiddush can be expressed in a bigger way. Um, the, uh, and that's why the Rif and the Rosh Paskin, like all of the Tanaim, like every example that it says over here. It's interesting, though, that the Rambam doesn't quote that third example. He doesn't quote the last example. He only quotes the first two. And you'll notice the first two are Yisrael Kain Amar Rabbi Yehuda and Yisrael Kain Amar Rabbi Yehuda. It's Rabbi Yehuda on both. The third one is Yisrael Kain Amar Rabbi Yosi Bar Yehuda. So it could be that that's viewed as a machlokas. That whereas the two that are Rabbi Yehuda talking is Rabbi Yehuda just giving examples, but that the third one is uh, has gone too far. That in such a case, maybe the Rambam would say we're not going to assume that that is a valid meal. She's just frustrated that she has to run all of these uh, all of these errands for him. Rabbi Kinnaman taking the summer called Tinokas. We then said in the Mishnah that Rabbi Chinnim Ben says that if she's so young, she doesn't even know how to guard her kiddushin, she's not going to need a meal because it's not even a marriage midrabanan. I mean, even midrabanan, it's not a marriage if she's such a little girl. So I don't know why the Gemara that follows has absolutely nothing to do with that line of the Mishnah. The, the Gemara that follows should have been earlier, right? It's got nothing to do with the age of the girl, but okay. Well, that line does have to do that. We paskid like Rabbi Chanin ben Antigonus. But now the Gemara discusses what if the katana was not Mima Enes straight out? She just did something else that indicates that she wasn't interested in the marriage. Nothing to do with the age of the girl. So Tana, katana shlomiana. If a katana didn't say that she's not interested in her husband, but Vamda Venises, but she went and got married to another guy. So that her nisuin is her nisuin hein hein miuneha. That is her miun. She doesn't have to actually verbally be mimain and say that I'm not interested in my husband. The fact that she was megaladaita that she's not interested in her husband by by getting married to somebody else that's enough. Uh, that, that that's enough of a miun. Um, so uh, so so the the uh, the Rashba writes, but whenever she doesn't say bimfurish, even though it's the, her das is nik. 
Shaker Mitoch Maaseha that it's uh, that it's not 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 a valid uh, miun, and uh, the it could be that they, they, they that the machlokas over here um, whether it's uh, I'm sorry that's uh, we'll get to that in a second yeah the the uh, so so that's not not a valid miun. so now says the Gemara that is a valid miun. so again the Bryce says that if a katana was not actually mima enes but she just went and accepted nisuin from somebody else that is a miun. so yibayilu niskachama what if she didn't accept nisuin she accepted kiddushin from somebody else is that also a valid miyun or is it only if she went so far as to take as, as to become in the sua to somebody else so Tashma says we're all bring a raya that if she accepts kiddushin from somebody else that also is enough as a valid miyun that also counts as a miyun even though she did not actually do the uh, the miyun the uh, the Amshah Shlomo points out that this whole discussion valid Miyun, not valid miyun. This is all b'diavet. But lechachila, certainly, when she when she wants to be mima'enes, we would tell her the way to be mima'enes is to say it, to tell him, to say to the husband that you're not interested in being with him. Question is, she didn't do that. So b'diavet, she went and she accepted kiddushin and nisuin. That's what we're discussing now. So over here we see that Rabbi Tzvi says whether it's kiddushin, whether it's nisuin, she's uh, that's a valid miyun. So yibayilu. Now that we know what Rabbi Tzvi holds, pligi rabbanu later Rabbi Tzvi alone to the rabbanu disagree to the Rabbanan hold that even when she accepts Kiddushin and Yisun from somebody else she has not yet been Mima Enes and if you're going to say that the Chacham disagreed with Rabbi Yudavim Maseira be Kiddushin or Afilu bin Yisun do they disagree with him only when she accepts Kiddushin from somebody else they're going to say that's not enough of a Miyun or even if she accepts Nisuin from somebody else the Rabbanan are going to say that that's not enough of a uh, of a Miyun so this is uh, the, the point where the Rashba writes and, and there Therefore, if she doesn't, the only way to do a meal is if, according to the Rabbanon, is if she says beferish that low that low efshiba that I'm not interested, that I don't want to be that I don't want to be married to you. So the the machlokas would seem to be uh, about the gedder of what meal is. Is meal considered like a get or is it considered only like a giloy das? So uh, if it's a giloy das, then you don't need shnei edim, and if it's like a get, then uh, it has to be a formal thing that has to be done where it's a declaration but if it's only a gilu das so as long as she's megala das uh, by accepting kiddush and nisuin anything else that would be enough so vimtim afilu bin and if you're going to say that the machlokas between Rabbi Yudhim and the Rabbanan is even if she accepts if she gets has nisuin with somebody else salach kamoso enal kamoso so then we need to know how to paskin do you paskin like Rabbi Yudhim that whether it be kiddush or nisuin that she gets with somebody else that is a miyun or do you paskin like the Rabbanan that that is not a miyun. And even if you can tell me that we paskin like Rabbi Dibam Beseira, maybe binisuin, or a field maybe we only paskin like, even though Rabbi Dibam Beseira and the Rabbanan argue both by kiddushin and by nisuin that she gets from somebody else. Maybe we only paskin like Rabbi Dibam Beseira by nisuin, because that's a much stronger statement that if she's going to be nisuin to somebody else, that's the equivalent of a miyun. But maybe a kiddushin to somebody else. That's not the equivalent of a miyun. So Tashima, let's try to answer all of these questions. Again, how many questions? First of all, do the Rabbanan disagree with Rabbi Ben Becerra at all? If they do disagree with Rabbi Ben Becerra, do they disagree even by Nisuin? And uh, if they uh, disagree even by Nisuin, do we paskin like Rabbi 
And even if we paskal like Rabbi Dimam Beseira, do we paskal like Rabbi Dimam Beseira only by Kiddushin or even uh, by uh, only by Nisun or even by Kiddushin as well? So Tashma says we will answer all four of those questions in one uh, in, in in one shot. That Amr of Yudah Amr Shmuel Halacha Kerabi Dimam Beseira. The Halacha Zakrabi Dimam Beseira. Halacha Mechal Depligi. Halacha sounds like that there is a machlokas between Rabbi Dimam Beseira and Rabbanan. And uh, Shmuel is talking about both Kiddushin and Nisuin, whether she has Kiddushin from somebody else or becomes a Nisua to somebody else. And we're saying that Halacha follows Rabbi Dibam Beseira, which means that the Rabbanan disagree with Rabbi Dibam Beseira about both of those matters. And the Halacha is like Rabbi Dibam Beseira in both of those matters. So that uh, right away answers all the questions that we asked. We wanted to know did the Rabbanan disagree with Rabbi Dibam Beseira? The answer is yes. Do they disagree both about Kiddushin and Nisuin? The answer is yes. Do we pass on Rabbi Dibam Beseira? Yes. Do we pass on Rabbi Dibam Beseira both by Kiddushin and Nisuin? Yes. So the answer to all four questions is yes. But I'm not done asking questions. I still have another suffix within the sheet of Rabbi Dibam Beseira. That which accepting Kiddushin from somebody else constitutes a meun. Does that constitute a meun even if she had Nisuin with the original husband? Or maybe if it was only Kiddushin with the original husband, then a Gilei Das, by accepting Kiddushin from someone else, will constitute a meun. But maybe Nisuin is too strong. Her connection to the original husband is too strong to just stand be Megaladaita. So Tashima says, well, let's try to be poshate that suffix as well. The Kalase de Ivdan Imrud, the uh, daughters-in-law of Ivdan, who are all Ketanos, all decided that they don't want to be with their husbands anymore. So these were a bunch of Ketanos that were all married to Imrod's sons, that uh, Ivdan's sons. Uh, they, so they, Imrod is, means they rebelled. They were all married to Ivdan's sons. So, uh, so Shadda Rebbe Zugid Rabbanan, Rebbe sent a pair of Talmidei Chacham Lumivdekinu to see if they really uh, were not interested in being married to these men or if they had uh, relented. So Amiluhu Nashi, so uh, Amiluhu Nashi, women had said, who were standing there said to these little girls, Chazu Gavreichu Dukasu, they said, oh, look, your husbands are coming. So the little girls all said, let them be your husbands. We don't want them. So Rebbe, Rebbe said from the fact that they said the Halavai, they should be your husbands, they're Megaladas, that they don't want to be married to these men. That is a valid Miun. So even though it wasn't Beferush, it was only a Remez, that that counts as a valid Miun. So my love, Davin isn't that a case where they were already in the Suos to the sons of Ivdan? And you still see that just the Gilidas counts as a Miun? No, maybe it was only Kedushin. They weren't really Nesuos to the sons of Ivdan. Even if it was Nisuin. So uh, even if they had a Nisuin with the first husband by accepting either Kiddushin or, or becoming a Nesua to somebody else, that constitutes a Miyun. Just being Megaladas is enough to constitute a Miyun. Then the Mishnah said that Rabbi Eliezer that Rabbi Eliezer said that, you know, when a girl is married Midra Banan by, via her mother and brother giving her over, she, they don't really have the din of a married couple. They don't have any of the din of a married couple. It's more like she's a Mafuta. It's more like she just sleeps with him, but they're not really a din of a married couple. If she's a Bas Kohen, she could still eat Shuma. If she's a Bas and he's a coming, she cannot eat Shuma. 
Truma. So the Gemara discusses Rabbi Eliezer's Shita. So I'm Rabbi Dimer Shmuel. Chizarnu al kol tzadik chachamim. I went through all the shita of chachamim. Vlomatzinu adam shishlam midosav bekatana k'Rabbi Eliezer. I never saw someone that was as consistent in how he views the katana like Rabbi Eliezer. It seems to be that he's being matmia. That uh, Rabbi Eliezer is going to say that there's no din of kiddushin whatsoever. The kiddushin de Rabbanan makes it that they're not married whatsoever. Shasar Rabbi Eliezer Rabbi Lezer treats this marriage as if she's just someone who happens to be hanging on with him in the in the chatzar. She's like a mafuta that never really left her father's rishos. If she's a bas kohen, she could sleep with this guy and then go to the mikveh and then go and eat truma that night because the Allah happens to be that if someone has tashmashamita, man or woman has tashmashamita, needs to be tovelas and wait for Arav shemesh in order to eat truma. But the point is that she's she's married to Yisrael. But Rebbe says, no, she's not. She's a Baskoin who happens to be sleeping with Yisrael, but she's not married to anybody. And therefore, she can eat truma that night. Tanya, the Brisa elaborates. Rebbe Lezer, Omer, Ein maise katana klum. What do we mean when we say that they're not married? Ein balazakai lo b'metziyasa, v'lo b'maisi yadeha, v'lo b'afaris n'dereha. The husband does not get the rights to her, to her metziyah, nor to anything that, any of her work, nor can he be made for her nadarim. Ve'inu yarshi, he's not made, he doesn't yarshin her after she dies. Ve'in metamila, and if he's a Kohen, he cannot be metamitur if she dies. The only thing, the only way in which we treat her like she is married to this guy is that she can't just go and marry someone else without first doing miyun, that she needs to do a miyun in order to leave this marriage. But other than that, there's no dinim of marriage. Whereas Rabbi Shua Omer, the opposite, Now keep in mind, the, the marriage is for sure at most only a marriage midrabanan. And Rabbi Yeshua is saying, still the husband gets her metziah and her maizah Okay, so that's easy. What's the mechanism through which he gets that? If the marriage is only midrabanan, hefker beis and hefker. Even though he shouldn't be entitled to that, okay, it's money. So hefker beis and hefker. What about hafaras nidareha? So we assume that hafaras nidareha is totally on the fact that when an isha is noderis, it's al das bailehi noderis. That she's always doing so with the uh, on the assumption that her husband will approve. So if they're acting as husband and wife, we have such a that al das baila he no deres. What about Yarsha that he's going to yarshner hefker beis and hefker? What about mitamila? He's a kohen. He's allowed to be mitamiter. They're not married on a darais level. How can he be mitamiter? So we assume that they treat her like a meis mitzvah. That a kohen is allowed to be mitamiter a meis mitzvah. That since he's the one that's playing husband to this woman, or everybody else will say it's not our problem. She's married. Let him take care of her, and that makes her a meis mitzvah. So the is, she's like she's like a wife legabe everything with only one exception and that is she doesn't need a get that a miun is good enough you don't need a get so I'm a rabbi near and different rabbi Lazar and different rabbi Yeshua rabbi says rabbi Lazar seems to be more correct that she's not like a wife rabbi Lazar is from midos of bikatana rabbi Yeshua chalak because rabbi Lazar is more consistent in his approach whereas rabbi Yeshua seems to say that in some sense she's like a wife to him and in some sense not what do you mean my chalak rabbi Yeshua was also remarkably consistent he said she's like a wife for everything. What do you mean that he was chalak? What do you mean that he wasn't consistent? Well, he ishto, 
Eli to buy a get. The, because the, the, the chalak is that if she was really his wife, then it should require a get. Miyun should not be enough. So it says, well, by that token, Rabbi Lezer was also not consistent. According to Rabbi Lezer, if they're not married, she shouldn't need anything. So And everyone agrees she needs a Miyun. So even Rabbi Lezer says she needs a Miyun. So that's also inherently inconsistent. So don't criticize Rabbi Yeshua for being inconsistent in that he does not require a get. You could criticize equally Rabbi Lezer for being inconsistent in that he does require a Miyun. Let him just say she could just walk away. says, but that's impossible. They're acting like husband and wife. They're sleeping together. So you're going to say that she just goes away without anything? So that's why Rabbi Lezer requires a Miyun and that is not an inconsistency in Rabbi Lezer. But for Rabbi Yeshua to not require a get after we're treating them like a fully married couple, that's an inconsistency. And that's why he prefers the sheet of Rabbi Lezer. Then Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov Omer, then we have that cryptic line at the end of the Mishnah, where Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov says, if the Akava is from the man, then they're considered to be married. If the Akava is, from, uh, is, is not from the man, it's from her, then they're not considered to have been married. So, what does it mean, an Akava that's from the man, and an Akava that's not from the man? So, two possibilities. Number one, if, if while she was still married to him, someone else came along and asked her to marry him, uh, another guy, uh, proposed to her and she says said, sorry I'm taken I'm married to this guy that's called an which means that's her expressing that she is uh, she approves of her of the marriage that her that her, her brother and mother gave her over to and therefore she's considered a wife and therefore she's going to need meun but but if someone proposes to her she says ew I don't want to marry you but she doesn't say anything about the fact that she's already married to another guy she's just saying I'm not interested in you 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 don't meet my criteria then he that's not cover that's ish that's her way of saying that I do not approve of my marriage and therefore she won't even need meun because she was never was into the marriage in the first place a second explanation they both say that if the katana was not mimenas and she doesn't want to leave but the husband was nasan get he gives her a get that's called the nakava ish that it's the husband that's that said this marriage is no longer so in such a case she's a grusha and therefore they're ushered to each other's relatives and she's a grusha so she's pasalakuna mianabo but if, if the husband never gave her a get she's the one that walked out by being mimaenes zuya kavashena minish that's what we call nakavashena minish and therefore she's not a grusha so they could each marry each other's relatives and she's not pasalakuna because she's not a grusha so ask the gemara if ish means that he gave her a get and akavash ish means that she was mimaenes and the nafkamina is are they are they mutter to each other's relatives and is she pasulakuna hakatani lekaman the very next mishnah is going to tell us that that same din hamimaenes beish the mishnah is going to tell us that if she is mimaenes they're allowed to marry each other's relatives she's not pasulakuna and but nasan get but if he gives her a get meaning what the Gemara is bothered by is not that this line is incorrect as interpreted, but that it's redundant as interpreted, meaning you're telling me that this line is telling me exactly what the next Mishnah is about to say in, in, in two seconds from now. 
So why would the, we have two, uh, two consecutive Mishnayis that tell me the same exact thing, once cryptically and once explicitly? It's so strange. Says Marno, when the Mishnah says something cryptically, it very often will then go and explain what it meant. So the previous Mishnah said this cryptic line, and now the Mishnah we're going to have right now at the bottom of the page says it explicitly. So it's just explaining the same, uh, same line. So now here we have it. Says the Mishnah, if the woman is Mema'enes, She's not a Brusha, so he's allowed to marry her relatives. She's allowed to marry his relatives. She's not Pasalakuna. Nasana get, but if he gives her a get, who Asubakrovasa, They're not allowed to marry each other's relatives, and she becomes Pasalakuna. Good, so that's just a continuation of the of the of the previous Mishnah, where it's just Prusha come fresh, where it's just explaining it. Now here's a halacha. Nasana get the Let's say you have Kiddushe Ketanov through the mother and brother, and the husband gives her a get, he, and then he remarries her. And then Mianabo, then on the second round, she leaves him. She's Mima Ennis and him. Nisei Slacher, then she goes and marries someone else. Vinis Armelon and that marriage didn't work out. The guy died or, uh, she, or they got divorced. Muteris she can go back to the first husband. Meaning, we view it as if the first husband did not divorce her, but the, that she was Mima Ennis and the first husband, because that's the way she last left it with the first husband. Meaning, the Allah is, if a man divorces his wife and then she marries someone else, it's also after she's been married to someone else, you're not allowed to take her back. Over here, he divorced her and she married someone else. But after he divorced her, he had first remarried her and then she was a Mima Enes. So we ignore the fact that the first go-around ended in divorce. We view it as if the first, uh, as if they, she was only Mima Enes and then she married someone else. So there's no Isser of uh, the first husband taking her back. But if the, if the order was reversed, Mianabo, the first go-around ended with her being Mima Enes. But then the Zira, he he remarried her and Nasan Laget, and, and that didn't work out, and he gave her a get. And then Then she married someone else, and uh, either the guy died or she got divorced from that person. Now she's not allowed to go back to the first husband because since the way she last left it with the first husband was with a get, we view that as if he's being Machsir Grushaso, and you're not allowed to do that. You can't be Machsir Grushaso, get Achar Miun, Asur so the, the Mishnah just formulates it very simply. If he did both a get and a miun on her at different times, so it depends which one came last. Whichever one came last, that's the halacha. If the last thing that happened was a get, so she's considered his grusha, and therefore he cannot be maxer after she marries someone else. If she, if the last thing that was done was a miun, so then uh, not a grusha. So a man is bish venisis to acher v'girsha. So then the Mishnah comes up with another case. Let's say a woman is a man is bish and she doesn't go back to that first husband. She marries a second guy and v'girsha. That second guy divorces her, divorces her. Then the acher, then she marries a third guy umian abo, and she's mimeanis on the third guy. Then the acher, then she marries a fourth guy v'girsha, and that guy divorces her. Then the acher, then she marries a fifth guy umian abo, and that one is mimeanis zaklal. Anyone who she was divorced from, she's not going to be allowed to go back to because that's considered to be maximum grushaso. But but whoever uh, she uh, she she had meal from, she's allowed to go back to, to that person. So Alma What you see in our Mishnah is that even though the guy had originally given her a get, if he had subsequently
ultimately ended a marriage with her by her doing miyun on him, that's mevatel, the original get. We look at the last thing, we look at the miyun and not the get. Rumini Stira from the very same Mishnah. Because our Mishnah also said in the end of the Mishnah, that only th- that all those people that she divorced that she that she ended the marriage with with a get are not allowed to take her back even though she had mean in a subsequent marriage so it doesn't undo the fact that she had get that she had a get from the previous marriage she's still considered a grusha so which is it is mean mevatel get or is mean not mevatel get must be machlokas between the Rasha and the Seifa. Amaravo, my Kushka, what do you mean machlokas between the Rasha and the Seifa? There's a simple chilat to be drawn. Vidilma miyun didei, mevatel get didei. Miyun dechavri, lo mevatel get didei. In the case of the Rasha, the same guy that gave her a get subsequently was married to her again and they did a miyun. That's when we say the miyun is going to be mevatel the get. She's not considered a brusha. In the case of the Seifa, it was nisis liacher and liacher and liacher. She kept marrying other people. So the guy that gave her a get never had another marriage with her that ended in Mion. Someone else's Mion isn't going to undo my get. That's a, that, that's a, 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 a Pashla Chilik between the two. So says, Why is it that a Mion of somebody else is not going to be Mavatel, the uh, the person's get? Isn't it because the Chum Rechoshesh, that since she left the first husband uh, through the husband's volition, through him deciding to divorce her, that we're afraid that once she marries someone else, he's going to want her back and I need to since they know each other well and he knows how to manipulate her the first husband is going to go and, and, and hint to her and convince her to, uh, to be uh, the, with the second husband and to, so he could marry her so, uh, and we don't want that to happen that he's going to go uh, you know, home wrecking by, uh, by convincing uh, the, the woman to be Mema'enes well by the same token his own Mion should not be Mavatel his get because after all you could have the same concern that uh, that, that we should be choshesh, that he'll teach the, the woman to the, once she gets remarried to somebody else to be Mema'enes and then he'll be able to, uh, to to remarry her because after all even though he once gave her a get but uh, the la- but but since the last thing that she had done was Mi'un so we still have to be choshesh that since he knows he can take her back he'll try to do whatever he can so says no, if the way the last time they were married ended was not by him getting rid of her, but by her getting rid of him, we don't have to be choshish that he's going to be able to manipulate her. Obviously, he probably wanted to manipulate her last time and keep her, but he couldn't. She was mima'enes. So therefore, we don't have to be choshish that he's going to go home wrecking and, and cause her to be mima'enes on another guy. He couldn't prevent her from being mima'enes on him, so he's not going to be able to, to, uh, to get her to be mima'enes on another person. If you really want to ask a stira, you can ask a stira within someone else's meal. If let's say he was, uh, she was mima enes, 
and then they got remarried. Then he gave her a get, and she got married to somebody else. In this armel and and that marriage ended. Asur he's not allowed to take her back. Time within this armel and it's only because the second marriage, the marriage to the other guy, ended with a divorce or with a gerushin. Hamiana, but it sounds like if she was Mima Enes in the second marriage, Muteris she's allowed to go back to the first husband. So you see that the Miyun that she does on the second guy is Mevatal to get her the first guy, and that's why the first guy is allowed to take her back, and it's not a violation of Maxir Gushaso. But Urmini, but I'll ask you a stira from the safe of our Mishnah, Hamenes, Bishvenises, Laacher, Vigirsha, Laacher, Umiyana Bo, Zakal, Koshias, and Menemiget, Asura Laxalo, that if she keeps marrying, Marrying other guys, whoever she uh, had to get from, she cannot go back to. But Bimiyun with Taris Laksalo, whoever she had Miyun with, she may go back to. So you see that meal of somebody else is not going to be vatal, another guy's get. So Rabbi says, you're right, it's Machlokas in our Mishnah. Ula says, no, it's not a Machlokas tonight. The Mishnah is talking about where it was three times that she received the get. At that point, she's not. that, that doesn't happen with a katana so often. So in such a case, she's already acting like a gadola. So Mian on one of them is not going to be able to be mevatel gitten from three separate guys, but if she only had gitten from one or two guys, so miun of another person is going to be mevatel her shame grusha from those other guys. Umantana, who are the tanaim that disagree about this? Meaning now we're going to go back to Reb Lazar's explanation that uh, that the Mishnah was said by two different tanaim, and one tana holds that miun of a second guy will be mevatel the get of a first guy, and the other tana says that it's not. So who are the tanaim that disagree about this issue? What does the pasuk mean when it says that we pay a lot of money to be able to get Torah because sometimes we don't have access to psak halacha and it's worthwhile paying for? They raised this shaila in a shasakana. If the first marriage ended in get and then the second marriage ended in miun, can she go back to the first husband? So they hired some reform and they sent him into Rabbi Akiva in the base Asurin Va'asar and Rabbi Akiva answered it as Rabbi Yudah Meseir ben Etzivin Va'asar Rabbi Yudah ben Meseir they asked in Etzivin he also answered Amr of Shabbat Rabbi Yossi Lezulo Atzrachim no that wasn't even a shayla Le'isar Kares Hitartel Le'isar Lav Lo Kolshkein no for sure they'd be allowed to go back we're going to even be matter in Isra Eishas Ish Al Yidei Miyun so for sure we're going to be matter in Isra of Maxir Gushaso Al Yidei Miyun so there you have it that's the Machlokas you have a Machlokas between Rav who says Mutter and Rabbi Dimeser Rabbi Kiva, who said Aser. So does Miyun, be, does Miyun of the second guy, Mevatel the Get of the first guy? That is your Machlokas Tanaim. So Bezrem, tomorrow we'll pick up with what, in fact, they asked Rabbi Akiva in the Beis Asurin when they hired someone to go ask him a Shaila. Okay, everyone have a great day.